morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today as we get in the Word of God and actually look at some miracles today. Some miracles that you might overlook if you're not careful, and I think a lot of people do overlook. So I'm glad you're with us. If you're new, a special welcome. I hope you subscribe and join our our community here as we get into the Word of God. Those of you who are here every day, I sure do love you and thank you for coming. We've been talking about the controversy, shall we say, between creation and evolution, our origins, answering the question, how do we get here? Are we here the result of chance? Are we here the result of evolution? Are we here by natural selection? Or are we really here by a miraculous creation of Almighty God? I'd like to share some things today that I think will encourage you. And a lot of this comes, I'll be reading, usually I I just speak, but I'll be reading some today from uh, from my daily email, which if you don't get it, go over to my website, tomthepreacher.com. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, It'll help you and you'll enjoy it as you get it uh, five days a week, an email related to the things we're talking about here. You ready? I want to say something. You're pretty amazing. You are. You right here, if you're listening today, if you're watching this, you are pretty amazing. Now, I don't want you to get a big head about it because I'm talking about something that you didn't have anything to do with. What makes you amazing is you are a creation of Almighty God. And there's something pretty amazing about you. We all get, shall we say, our participation trophy in what I'm about to share. I'd like to just talk about some of the things that are are true of us human beings. And if you step back and you think about it, the, the thought that that we came about by chance, that we came about by evolutionary processes, it's just too hard to wrap your head around. What is suggested to us that just through mutations and then adaptation and natural selection and things of this nature would be sufficient to produce what I'm about to share with you, I just think it's, it's, it's fake science. It's science fiction. It's imaginary. It's wishful thinking. Hang along with me and you'll see what I mean. We'll talk some about evolution, not a chance. I'd like to talk about just four aspects of the human body And we could do this, to be honest, we could talk about any aspect of us, our eye, our ear, our language, our skin, our muscles, our bones. We could talk about all of these, our reproductive system. All of these things really are pretty incredible engineering feats. But let's just talk about a few of them today that are pretty obvious. First one I want to talk about is blood, blood. The two to three trillion red blood cells in your body absorb oxygen from your lungs. They're transported through a circulatory system to every cell in order to energize it, take waste away from it, and transport it back to your lungs, spleen, kidney, and liver to be filtered, cleansed, and eliminated. This entire cycle repeats itself every 20 seconds. It's pretty amazing. You think something like that just happened, just evolved by the, by mutations that could could natural selection was selected out? Did you know that your circulatory system that I just described, your circulatory system is far more complex and it's longer than the entire interstate system in the United States of America. As I understand it, all you take all the interstates in America, put them together, is forty eight. 
thousand miles long. Wow. Just imagine, you know, I mean, you've been driven the interstates between cities, between states, but the circulatory system in a human being's body is 60,000 miles. Wow. 60,000 miles of arteries, veins, blood vessels, capillaries, etc., running through the human body. I say not a chance. Do you believe this amazing engineering feat happened by chance? I say no. Secondly, the thing we want to look at is your heart. Your heart will beat about 3 billion times in your lifetime, depending, of course, on how long you live and how how much it beats each minute because, you know, what's your rate, but about the average person, about 3 billion times without taking a rest until it finally breaks down, then life is over. It does this at the precise pressure necessary to pump blood through your circulatory system, low enough not to cause a rupture, high enough to get it to every single calculary all throughout the entire Bible. And it does this without you even thinking about it. You don't adjust your blood pressure. You don't adjust the rate at which your heart pumps. It does it perfectly. And it will instantly adjust the pressure depending on the food you eat, the amount of exercise. If you're exercising right then, even even something as simple as if you stand up or sit down, that's your heart. Happened by chance? I say not a chance. That was engineered. That is precision, my friends. Wow, we move on to the brain, the human brain. Your brain has, are you ready, over 100 trillion, that's a lot of zeros after it. That's bigger than our national debt. That's more than all the people on earth. 100 trillion neuron connections. It would take a supercomputer weeks to process the amount of information that your brain has already processed just as you've been listening to me this morning. As a matter of fact, it would take weeks to process just the amount of information you've been, your brain's been processing while we're talking about the brain. But your brain doesn't, does more than process information. Your brain thinks, it reasons, it's curious, it questions, it desires, it appreciates beauty. You are more than a machine. You're a human being. There's something in that brain we're looking at right there that is spectacular beyond any computer that has ever been made, any any system that's ever been developed. Let's put it together for a minute. Your brain, your heart, your lungs, your, your blood, your circulatory system, each of your organs are interdependent upon one another. Each serves no viable function apart from the others. What do we mean? Your brain can't work if you don't have a heart. Your heart's not going to do any good if you don't have a circulatory system and blood. What good is your circulatory system if there's no blood to flow through it and it needs lungs to get the oxygen to it, spleen to clean it out, clean out the waste? It's all what we call interdependent. Each serves no viable function without the others, which certainly implies that all these organs have come together simultaneously. Have you ever wondered how they could have evolved at the same time? See, this is what we're called to believe, that all of these very complex parts of our body that need each other to operate, they're interdependent. 
that they came together. We're, we're told that they evolved over millions of years as opposed to they're all put together at the same time as creation, as the Genesis account would indicate. Michael Behe wrote a book in which he talked about irreducible complexity. You get to the point where you, like, you know, for humans to live, you don't need your small finger. You can live with one eye. You can live with or without hair. There's some things we can live with or without. But you take away the heart or you take away the circulatory system or you take away the brain, you take away the blood. Some of these things, they're all interdependent and all of them you can't reduce those things and still live. That's You get beyond the place of survival without a certain minimal amount of, of organs and parts of our human body. And all of those would have had to have come together. And you can do the same thing with another mammal or a, a, a lesser form, life form. But we're told that as humans, we evolved from simple life up to more complex until finally it got to us. How did these different systems get added? If we started as a single cell way back, you know, millions of years ago, and we evolved into, you know, in time into a some, uh, you know, a creature in the in the ocean, finally walked out on the land, started to breathe, all these things. How did these systems get added just through mutations and natural selection? I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't care. We're we're finally engineered. We're ir irreducibly complex. There's so many parts of us that are required, and they all came together at the same time in the creation is what we believe, what Genesis teaches, and what makes sense. How about your DNA? The DNA in your body is a precise set of instructions detailing every aspect of your physical being. The four letters of the DNA code contain billions of bits of information that, if written out, would fill hundreds of books. M more than that, if you had them written out, just the four letters of the code of, of you, of, of um, uh, 10 point on a regular sheet of paper, and you laid that sheet of paper side by side, it would stretch hundreds of miles. It would, I mean, you, you, it, it's, it's huge, the amount of information and data on every DNA in your body. Now, catch this. If all the strands of DNA in your body were laid end to end, they would stretch. Are you ready? How far would they stretch? Think about this. Again, take all the strands of DNA, about three feet long, the DNA code. You write it out on, on a, you print it on a piece of paper, it stretch, you know, to another state, across state lines. But if you stretch out, lay them side by side, every DNA strand in your body, if you could do that, of course you can't, but if you could... How far would it stretch? I asked some people this question last week. They said, I don't know, around the world? Well, yes, no more than that. It would stretch from here to the sun and back a hundred times. <laughs> Did I just say that? The DNA in your body would it laid side by side, stretched out from here to the sun and back a hundred times. My friend. You're a miracle. That's a lot of information. Does information occur randomly or does it indicate an intelligence source? Do you get that much information just by, you know, random letters falling in the right order? Or does it imply there's a mind, an intelligent mind, dare we say a super intelligent mind behind it? Well, we're just beginning. This is just the beginning. Like I said, you could look at the miracle of the human body in almost every, every, every part of who we are is miraculous. And what did the psalmist say? 
You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous and how well I know it. Psalm 139, 13 and 14 from the New Living Translation. You and I are a miracle. You and I are the workmanship of God. He doesn't do sloppy work. He doesn't do simple stuff. He's made you so incredibly complex that just to learn some of this, to look in the mirror and think who you are, there is no excuse to not believe in God. There is no excuse to not believe there is an engineer, a mighty engineer, a designer who made you and who made me and who is worthy of our worship, who is worthy to be honored and praised. No, no, we don't take away from his glory by saying this is all from the result of natural selection. You and I are a supernatural work of Almighty God. Father, we praise you and we bless you and we worship you. We, we, we're humbled to think of what you have made us to be. We're humbled to think of, Lord, we look in the mirror and we think we're just kind of average. We might even think we need improved upon. And yet, Lord, we are a miracle. Every bit of us is amazing. And we thank you that you have designed us. We're fearfully, we're wonderfully made. We're intricately made. We are designed by an almighty, perfect God. We know we live in a world of sin, a fallen world in which sin takes its effect. Our body breaks down. Some of us may have certain disabilities that maybe even we were born with. We know, Lord, that it's all breaking down until, Jesus, you come back and restore it all. And until we pass, you give us a new uh, uh, immortal body. We look forward to that. But for now, Lord, we give you praise. We give you worship. We dedicate our bodies to you. We know that you have you created us and had rightful ownership of us then, but we went astray, and now you've redeemed us by the very blood of Jesus, and we belong to you. Help us, Lord, to treat our bodies with the respect and honor they're due as being made in your image and the creation of Almighty God. We love you. We give you this day to walk with you, to glory in you, to praise you, to be filled with the joy of the Lord in all that we do. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Pretty exciting, isn't it? Pretty exciting. I hope you look at yourself a little bit differently now than you might have even if you were just 15, 20 minutes ago. And I hope that's what happens every time you come here. I hope that day by day as we're here together in the Word of God, about 15 minutes is all it takes but that it's transforming your mind, encouraging you, inspiring you, lifting you up. We all need that. I'll bet you need that. We all need to be encouraged and lifted up. That's why we get here in the Word of God every day, to see what it says, to realize that no matter what's happening in the world around us, we can be triumphant. We have something the world didn't give us, and the world can't take it away from us. So let's treasure it. It's called the Word of God. It's our salvation. It's the Holy Spirit living in us. It's our walk with God. Let's emphasize these things. And no matter what people are doing around us, you and I can walk in the victory that is ours in Jesus Christ. So if you're new, make sure you subscribe, hit the notify, leave a comment, introduce yourself, like the video, share with your friends. If you're here regular, I love you guys. So glad you're here with us. And I know I'm sowing the seed on good soil and it's having an effect on you. So God bless you. And we will see you tomorrow when we get together again, 8.30 a.m. live, or you can watch later, that's fine, or you can listen to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. So until we meet tomorrow, might God bless you, strengthen you, 
fill you with the joy of the Lord and might you walk in his victory. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.